I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in Manhattan, having mysteriously left the Catskills where everything was cooler. And I'm Scott Blakeman, where I've never left the sweltering but still fantastic Manhattan. In an off-the-record conversation a few days ago, Tommy made a shocking revelation. He does not wear shorts. I, I let it go by at first, and then I thought of the implication of Tommy's choice. Not Hobson's choice or Sophie's choice, but Tommy's choice not to wear shorts. Now, first, not buying shorts constitutes a savings of approximately $100 per year. So on an annualized basis in the last 50 years alone, Tommy has saved $5,000. Now, that may not match the stock market or real estate income, but it's still a short story that deserves to be heard. Now, conversely, I have spent many, many hours perusing the men's short selection on various sites, and have quite recently purchased two pairs of stretch chino shorts by the good people at J. Crew. Yet despite this notable difference between us, Tommy and I remain great friends and podcast partners. So could this be a template for world peace and at long last our Nobel Peace Prize? Oh boy, it's about time, Scotty. What you've revealed that I have never really heard on any podcast or seen on the once mighty magazine style network primetime news shows of yours. So my surprise is genuine giddy and sprinkled with nostalgia because say what you will about gotcha style ambush journalism. It leaves no room for me to prevaricate. Now, I have to be honest. I have I, I have no room to wiggle, no wiggle room. I have to admit, I have never intended my image to be a man who always wears pants, even when it's extremely hot out, walking alone or on a crowded public beach. But Scotty, that's my image. That's the truth. And you got it out of me. Why, why have I been a no shorts wearer for going on years now? Well, it's been a mystery wrapped in an enigma nestled inside of a huh that I might take to my grave. Also, I might take pants as well. And this is interesting. I plan to wear pants not only now, but in the afterlife, at least on the first day. I'm sure if there's some kind of dress code in the afterlife so that they'll outfit you. But obviously, if there's a strict no pants rule, I will wear shorts and whatever else anyone else is wearing. But except for one thing, I don't want to wear an angelic gown in the afterlife. So no more beating around the bush. I'll just be blunt. The truth behind my pants only policy comes from the fact that I have seen my legs and I don't want anyone else to see them. Well, Tommy, that's a, you have a strong philosophy behind that. Of course you wear uh, bathing suits on the beaches. And we, many years ago, we were on the beaches of Long Beach and you and, and, and uh, you've been on the beaches around the world and uh, St. Martin and Kitts and, and all the rest. Uh, but the, what is amazing, Tommy, as we speak, and this is not just made up, it is 95 degrees in, in Manhattan. And, uh, uh, you would, now, of course, people aren't wearing shorts if they're going to an office, but only 8% are on a regular basis. Uh, so uh, it just are there, is there a point that my point is on a day like today, yeah. do you ever say to yourself, Tommy, and I say, I say to myself, Tommy, am I, maybe I should start wearing shorts. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So, so, so do I go back to, to being that guy who wears shorts in public? Uh, which uh, and you're right, Scotty. Uh, there's no question about it. You can look back at the record. I'm not going to try to soft pedal my past. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to run away from my 
for my past either, Scotty. Um, although I would like to at times. Well, they have uh, and, and if now. I ran, I, I, yeah. the problem is I'd be wearing long pants and you cannot run as well in long pants. I admit that. That's why people don't don't run in the old days back in the in in the 1920s the olympian men would run in long pants you could see that in the old movies oh and tennis too uh don you know don budge or you know the white pants and and most things were uh yeah in fact even i scott blakeman for many years uh when i first met you tommy in the late 70s 80s i uh, never i had a rule a credo so to speak never wore shorts in midtown manhattan Oh, that's interesting. That was it. That was the sacred ground for me. Of course, in yeah. those days, it was bustling with madmen type people, even though this was the 80s. But they, you know, the lapels were wider, but it was the same idea. And I it just felt out of sorts the same way I wouldn't wear shorts today to the Broadway theaters, of, of which many people do. And I don't begrudge them that. It's more important to see theater than to wear long pants. But I think there's certain areas, even me, who has spent a lot of time investigating shorts, uh, where uh, well, a no short zone, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm glad you don't begrudge uh, the shorts wears, only because it distracts from your theater going experience. The begrudging, <laughs> you can't really enjoy a show and begrudge the person sitting next to you at the same time. The begrudging, no. it, it takes energy to. Oh it, well, and distracts you. I think that's the bane of every playwright's existence, is to have an audience member at their play begrudging somebody for wearing shorts i mean yeah. they some playwrights do work it into the script uh, yeah. there are parts of the script where if you are going to begrudge them they give you a little window of, you know eight right. seconds and then you're right back to the story but uh i well, know I, how exactly but how yeah. soon before you know you'll have somebody come out and, and say please turn off your phone your cell phones and please we ask that you do not begrudge anyone during <laughs> the performance i mean how how far 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 away uh, are we from that well, well not far because we're already you know instructing people and and uh uh but again it's it's an interesting but tommy and I, i'm a little you're the, literally the polar opposite this is the, yeah. the point the world peace angle that yes. we always push and we don't do it just to get the nobel peace prize but it would be welcome and as we've said yes. many times we would get to oslo or stockholm early go to every pre pre-event party Go to all the after parties. Help set up the chairs. Help set up chair. Anything. No yeah, attitude. Whatever we can guys. do. We're very humble people, uh, and just just let let them know. Just keep in mind that we are not going to be the Bob Dylan, the guy who doesn't show up to get his Nobel Prize movie. But let's just you know put that out there. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, and that it can't hurt to keep reminding them, and and because this yeah. really is a piece, a prize winning proposition. The fact that yeah, uh, you shoe shorts. That's I. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I've been spending quite a bit of time and trying different shorts and feeling that my current short wardrobe just didn't cut it, as they say. You know, styles change. And yet, and yet, I'm not just saying this and, and you're not just saying it just to make it sound good, but anyone who knows this knows where uh, it has never gotten in the way of our friendship or our professional podcast relationship. And I think, I'm not think, I'm sure that's a template for world peace. Uh, if a guy who doesn't wear shorts, can be great friends with someone who is very fixated on yeah. wearing shorts and get, be able to get along great. There's hope for the world. Yeah, uh, certainly there's hope for the the uh, Israeli Iranian issue. I mean, that, oh, Israeli that's Palestinian perfect, too. Yeah, everything. perfect uh, example of yeah. you know, hey, stop that whole thing and look at Tom and Scott and how they've managed to maintain a more than a friendship, Scotty. We 
we performed many, many hundreds of podcasts. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 during which, at no time, did I ever put on shorts. Uh, uh, or, or, and, and here's another thing, Scotty. It's not just me. Cargo shorts apparently are the bane of wives' existence. They don't like their husbands wearing car uh, 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 those types of. <laughs> well, it's not a form-fitting short, and I probably did have one many, many years ago. But uh, you see a lot of people with those now, and although now more of a tapered fit seems to be uh, the order of the day. It, it always, it, but even the taperedness yeah. uh, is is almost that also bug apparently is bugging certain. Women, they just don't like it. I, I have friends who have short le legs, you know, uh, and, and they uh, guys and they do look kind of well, I don't I mean, it, it's just that I, I have to being an owner and operator of a time machine. I also yeah. think about how it looks to people 100 years from now, how dopey cargo shorts are going to look, you know, with all their pockets. I think they're very useful. I love pockets. I really do. Yeah. Um, but maybe and, fine. Don't you don't have to bring everything you own with you as you no, wear cargo shorts. You don't. That's a good point, Scotty. You know, just because you're wearing shorts doesn't mean you have to bring pliers and yeah. I mean, and, they have yeah, they have a lot gum. of pockets, but yeah. you don't have to fill them. Uh, no, to the brim. That, no, that's the key. They hang down and look and look. Sloppy. No, it's not a great look. Yeah. Here's another thing, Scotty, and I yeah. mentioned this before. Where I used to live in the Palisades, where on Sundays. Guys would, you know, there'd be these basketball games and, you know, guys in their 30s or, you know, a certain age, 40s, trying to seem younger. They would, and cool and, and, and you know, but there'd be like investment bankers or whatever, lawyers or TV producers. And they would do their basketball thing and they'd be kind of short people, nothing wrong with that. But they would wear these long shorts that the NBA players oh. look fine in. Yeah. And, and, and they, but. But they, they go, would go down to their knees and be very floppy and look like, frankly, like NBA dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yes, were they doing a throwback uh, to, well, I think that will be the next thing, uh, dress, NBA dresses uh, yeah, week. Yeah, skirts. Uh, skirts, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it helps. It's flowing. But, yeah, I, I always sure. like the shorter one. In fact, just basketball players in general back in the 60s, uh, 70s early 70s yeah they were short like the great kazzy russell the next yeah those willis reed who was short and then it became this very baggy now it's maybe not quite uh it's a little more trim that's but, right you're uh, you're up on the very latest of sports fashion scotty well, i love jerseys i love uniforms yeah I, you I know I, that was one of the things i'm gonna say something i uh, uh, that i haven't mentioned on this podcast and and, and it wasn't planned it's totally spontaneous you weren't ready for me to talk about this but yeah Recently, uh, my uh, girlfriend, Sandy, and I decided to drive off from Wyndham, uh, uh, upstate New York, to a place called Cooperstown, New York. Oh, I did which... not even know this. I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, this that's the Hall of Fame. That's incredible. This is news. This is news. Wow. I, didn't, I did not no. plan this. I didn't tell you no. what we were going to do this, which it was yeah. a spur of the really yeah. was a spur of the moment thing. What a wonderful town it is. Just completely about baseball. All the stores, all the... All the, the, the bars, they're just baseball bar and, and lots of stores that sell all the kinds of hats and so on. But there's this baseball museum, Scotty, the Hall of Fame. I don't know if you've ever been there. Oh, yes. I spent literally a day there. And well, that's the perfect museum for you, I thought. Yeah. Because it's all uniforms and oh, old, yeah. uh, old uniforms. And, uh, and, and I, I wondered now, how did you ever, were you a, ever able to leave that place? Well, I... 
probably if I hadn't been married at that point, I would still be there today. That's but what I, I thought. Have to I say thought... my ex-wife Ruth was very generous. We spent maybe three hours in the morning, broke for lunch and went back and I was mesmerized. <laughs> and finally she pulled me away. And I do, by the way, so, but I would, I would still be there today. This would be uh, 20 years. So that's, what uh, I'm th- later. that's what I thought. I could not, yeah. I could see why you would be drawn magnetically to the baseball hall of fame in Cooperstown, New York, with all of its old uniforms of your, but I couldn't, imagine how you could leave and now you're telling me it was because of your wife Ruth who yeah and again she was generous allow me the full day but if I said for the next 20 years could we stay here even the most supportive woman probably would say I don't know (laughs) let's talk about it yeah so but Tommy I will add quickly about Cooperstown uh and I do remember back then we looked we weren't looking for house we saw a new renovation of a beautiful old house yeah and i remember at the time it was five hundred thousand, which oh my God. so much and who knows what that could be but you know they also had the fine glimmer glass opera yes superstar which is oh. a, what a counterpart to point to the baseball but beautiful on the lake there and, and yes oh my goodness that this was we took it this again totally unplanned we didn't just just as this trip was unplanned it's unplanned that this is the podcast revelation of this Amazing. I got on the glimmer glass boat uh, and in, in this long lake, it wasn't a finger lake, uh, but it was it's sort of a thumb lake, uh, I would say, in upstate New York, right at the edge of Cooperstown, which is and you oh, right, beautiful lake? homes, beautiful. Is homes. it Lake uh, Odessaga, I believe? Um, yeah, something like that. Some yeah. kind of name like that, approximately, with yeah. this old medieval tower, sort of a folly halfway down. And um, the... Uh, the women who operate the glimmer glass uh, boat, uh, she, uh, the, the, the guide said that when she was a little girl, she was a little girl on the boat. She would yell to the tower, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> who thinks about Rapunzel these days? Nobody. No, not very often. No, nobody. And, uh, uh, and I love the idea of the little girl. And one day, by the way, some, the, the owner of the tower let down something equivalent of the hair. It was a magical experience, Scotty. And I couldn't wait to share it with our audience. Well, this is incredible. I figure out how to figure it into. Well, the- I think it's, yeah. we're talking about summer and shorts and, and uh, again, and even Cooper's on that Town boat, it became Cooperstown and baseball yeah, yeah. uniforms. Well, I met a lot of people wear shorts there. Just back in oh, the- yeah, everybody. Little, yeah, everyone. Every guy wore yeah. shorts in Cooperstown except for me. Yeah. So that's a. So did you feel, uh, you know, the eyes of the world upon you in that sense? Yeah, uh, I did, obviously. You know, I'm, I'm now the representative of the pants wearing people. So uh, whatever I do is going to cast aspersion on other people or other men who are wearing pants instead of shorts. So That's true. I did well, feel a, a responsibility to mind my P's and Q's. No, no. But also, if this was the movie, one of the wives would take Which, you aside and say, thank you. <laughs> I wish you could. Could you talk to my husband for a moment? And then you would. Well, I don't want to, you know, because now this could be a trend, but this could lead to all those guys wearing pants. But yeah, I like the, the, the breathability and all that, but my wife's dead set against it, so I'm back to pants. And then you see the Wall Street Journal. Shorts business takes a hit, and the arrow going down. Yeah. They trace it to me coming up with the scenario. Yeah. Wives approach you on the street thanking you, and they go back to their husbands. 
that's boy talk about being thankful that that's not going to happen i hope that oh my god blakeman blamed for slowdown in shorts business and who knew that the shorts business was very key to the to other to the whole economic oh. uh Sort yeah. of, it's more than just a sector. It's it, you it's know. A, once you know, without shorts, you, you don't realize how much of our economy is ba- is is really based on the manufacture, distribution, and sale of men's shorts. Oh, absolutely, billion billions dollar industry at least. And I wonder the when did it begin? Because when we see pictures from the forties, I don't really remember. I mean, no. maybe the even the kids on the street they wore short sleeve shirts or t shirts, but they had kind of baggy. You know, pants. I don't really. Uh, the I would kids pre- in the streets were in the 1920s. They wore those little those little pants that would like puff in. You know what are yeah. those called? Those those kind of those kind of kids' pants. Yeah, shorts were unknown. What? This is a very good point. Civil War. You never saw anybody wearing shorts. <laughs> They're like kicking around like the founders <laughs> on an off day, just kind of talking about that. Eh, we did a good job, and they're wearing shorts. And remember, no. Tony, growing up, and this just came back to me. We yeah. called them. Bermuda shorts. Yes, I. It remember was never that just too. shorts because that might apply to one's boxers or. Briefs. Oh, so it's once you get a pair, of, wear your Bermuda shorts. It's hot out, and <laughs> well, and in those days, just the word shorts could get a loud laugh and giggle from a late night talk show host. <laughs> oh, my and and band did and not leave my. Sh- my shorts yeah. were not uh, uh, fitting well. It could get you thrown off. Anyway. Oh, well, Jack Parr. Oh, that would be something he would walk off on. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I wanted to say shorts and they wouldn't let me. Well, <laughs> Scotty, uh, what we're talking about are Bermuda shorts. And those, and I remember my brother wearing them. And I thought, this this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, my older brother. And they're shorts that are somewhat longer, almost to the knee. Yeah. Uh, that's that was the or, or maybe maybe they did go halfway to the knee and or, or, or cover half of. The well, in fact, it's funny you say that because the ones I procured, they're called the nine inch stretch chinos. They do go right above the knee. And I think that harkens back to the old Bermuda short. Yes. And uh, so I, you know, because I, I kind of like it. it seems a little more uh, elegant. I did get a seven inch one, too. Now, I haven't worn that one yet, but I'm experimenting with the. Uh, the, the lengths and trying to, am I trying to be all things to all people? Maybe, but also trying to enjoy shorts in a variety of ways. No, I think we'll, the, the key is, I think, uh, uh, hopefully everyone else will enjoy your shorts too, Scotty. In my case, I just don't have the confidence <laughs> in bearing the leg. I mean, think about it, Scotty. It's, it's, I'm not even sure I want my arms to be visible. And, and, uh, <laughs> And uh, I'm not, uh, I'm actually quite happy to wear a mask covering portion of my face. So the less people can see of me, the better. Uh, 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 and I think here's how I feel. I'm so glad I have live in a country that gives me the option of wearing long pants. If I lived in Bermuda, I may not have that option. No, no. Or you'd be ostracized. Uh, yes. I mean, we are turning on our own country. You're a traitor. And I would, you know. I would understand that. I mean, from their point of view, but but Tommy, and let me get back to the money aspect of it. I mean, and I just threw out this figure: a hundred a year. I mean, maybe you wouldn't buy shorts every year, but you know, they could be a pretty penny too. So, yeah. what if we isolated other products? That could be a new way. Tom and Scott's guide to saving money: That's cut right. out entire clothing lines. That's right. And and at the same time, I think you know, if you want to be a world class economist, and you want to get that Nobel Prize for economy, which we yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you, you also want to uh, uh, bring in the other aspects to it, not to go Paul Krugman on you, but <laughs> it just seems like 
you also want to bring in the fact that, yes, I'm not paying for shorts, but I am paying for long pants. Mm. Do that, does that offset the savings that I get from not buying shorts? I, well, I, I throw that to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not well, saying I have all the answers. Either. Yeah, great question, as they always say, when it's a question they don't want to be asked. <laughs> uh, but I would say the fact that you issue shorts <laughs> doesn't mean that you feel the need to buy, make up your lack of shorts and put it into the pants uh, section because, you know, you have the pants you need. You don't need more pants since you're not wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, so basically, you're... it's a clear, uh, to me, a, a budget-saving uh, uh, proposition. So, so you still see that you're still saying that I will be saving money by wearing long pants and not yeah. buying shorts, even though I still have to buy long pants. But wouldn't yeah. long pants cost more than shorts? So you've well, got more material. Well, I yes, mean, but but what you're but what I'm saying is I of course wear pants too, Tommy, as all shorts wearers, uh, you know, worth their salt do. So basically, I'm wear I'm probably spending as much on pants as you do, and you don't need extra pants because on the day you just you know in the summer you just wear those pants that you already have. And Scotty, uh, all right, uh, all right, I'm 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 buying your that part of your theory, but I think yeah. in some ways you may have underestimated the cost savings because mm. going forward, you're not counting in the likelihood of inflation going skyrocketing. So I could be saving by not buying shorts and but and buying pants, you know, continuing yeah. to pay for pants. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna go in and just walk out with pants and not pay for them. It's not who I am. No, no. So so. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I buy the pants, I pay for them, I wear them, I don't buy the shorts. I could be, and again, accounting for the uh, for the possibility that inflation could skyrocket, I could be saving uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, exactly. Easily, I put in a life five thousand. In a lifetime, no I'm not saying. Yeah, it, 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 I put down the bare, very conservative uh, minimum. But Tommy, the flip side of this story is, I who do buy shorts and are fascinated by them, and. Uh, I don't save any, I'm not saving anything on the other side because I still need a summer weight pant in situations that call for a pant. I can't step up to the maitre d' at a fine dining establishment and say, well, I don't wear summer pants. I only wear shorts. They would show me the door or make me put on pants from their coat check. Oh, that's the worst. I mean, yeah. it's, it's one thing to wear an ill-fitting uh, jacket. Blazer, yeah. Blazer, but to, to wear... <laughs> To, oh. And then to put them on, oh. and, and and they're they're just too long and too big, or and the pleated, and and just to be and no, you would never would... wear that color, and, and no, no, uh, 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 that is that's something that you escape every day. You wear rec your own pants. That is true. It is true, and and of course, I'm not. We're not factoring in accessories as it relates to shorts. Here's one: you don't require uh, no show or quarter socks. Only needed for those who wear shorts. Yes, that, if you're wearing that's... a long pant, you could have knee highs <laughs> of all your socks because who's who's gonna know? Yeah, nobody will know. No yeah. one will know. And they could be that silky type of knee high that <laughs> you know that that's for fancy dress. Oh yeah, the band sort of seems that. like stockings. Yeah, uh, like yeah. female stockings. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you're right about that. Be people don't you know when they buy shorts, they forget about the hidden cost. Of the socks that they're now forced to to invest money. That in. sounds, by it, the way, that great name, the hidden cost of shorts. Yeah, um, great name for the old sweeps months when the local news used to in May 
which I don't know that exists anymore, would do these no. both trumped up kind of stories. You know, the, the problem with shorts, you're, you know, how to, you know, you're spending more than you have to. And, yeah. Uh, uh, which, by the way, is a copyright Tommy, and you caught a little bit of it. Eagle-eared listeners caught uh, this short story, but I wrote many ads like that. Short story, you know, this one has an ending that even O. Henry would like, or some something. But it lends yeah. itself to those kind of short uh, expressions. Yeah, no, that that's a good tip for you know when you go back and teach advertising to students at Northwestern that they will come after you get the honorary degree for, you know, yeah. uh, um, in mass marketing <laughs> that you deserve, that you will get. And, and, yes. and, uh, and I hope I can be there. I don't know if I will be, I don't know if I'll be able to be sitting front row center and saying, there oh, I'll is. get you a good seat. I'm sure will it'll you? be front row center. I mean, maybe it'd be two in from the aisle. I don't know, but you need that closer aisle to the too. aisle, the better. You know me. No, yeah, like no, that. no. I'm going to request that now, actually, if you could. because uh, aisle you. seats never too early requested. I mean, obviously, I will get uh, some form of honorary or otherwise. So yes. why leave it to the last minute? Uh, <laughs> as far as <laughs> yeah, seating request. I'm going to get seated yeah. because I, I, you know I I, I kind of like to be there just because I was. Oh. At the at the moment of, of when you you know were saying the things that led to your degree getting oh yeah but, you should absolutely be there and if I wait even to like a year before the the, the ceremony you might not get that covered or maybe way in the nosebleed oh that's forget about that you know, I, and then I, it's I, embarrassing if you get then a it's nosebleed. embarrassing yeah you then know, hey I congratulations and I go okay but your nose is bleeding <laughs> and then that's I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't shirt. say it in a, uh, you know, kind of, but I'd say, Tommy, maybe you should get that taken care of. Maybe yeah. That's more important than my degree. And then I think everyone would feel that way. And then it becomes about you. And, and all I, don't about me. You and I don't want it to be about me and, and my no and the blood on my, because I sat in the nosebleed seats to, when you get your honorary degree. No way. Uh, uh, and by the way, does that has, I, I don't know a lot about nosebleeds. I'm, I'm grateful. I have not experienced yeah. that, but if you're in the balcony, Will that increase one's chances of getting a nosebleed? It, I, I think it has to be uh, over seven, or eight, or nine thousand feet above sea level. So if the balcony <laughs> is that high up, yeah, yes, you could get nosebleed. Yeah. And, and and yes, it does make sense to bring a, a kind of a bib, uh, that a plastic coated bib. And a lot of people say, "Oh, ha ha, you're wearing a bib." It's worth it. You're protecting oh, yeah, the, yeah. your your shirt from the blood from your nosebleed. And then the question is. And it's a savings than the orchestra 7,000 feet below. But is it better to just splurge on the orchestra where you don't get a nosebleed and you can see the play? Oh, yeah. On, on being 7,000 feet up. It is. Where that's it specs. Is. They're literally specs. Yes. And they can project. So if it's English, you know, they'll project. It's You can pick up some words. But yeah, I don't know and if the that's sound, the you know, they say, oh, the acoustics are great. Now, yeah. when you're in 7,000 feet away from, you know, above uh, the, the actual performance. Yeah. And in this case, we're talking about you being honor, uh, honored for your, uh, uh, what is it? Well, is then it? my like, advertising term of you know, short. That's using, right. Your advertising yeah. term, short story. Being able to turn a, a, a podcast about a short into a, a sort of amusing on the O. Henry story form. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to get you an honorary degree. I mean, we talk about the, the Nobel Prize. That's oh, yeah. One. That's a tough one. But there's, but they, it's a gimme that you're going to get the honorary degree for, for 
uh, marketing. I don't know what they yeah, give. Oh, advances, contributions to advertising. So yeah. I'll, I'll let them come up with that. But yeah. again, you should be front row center. Again, maybe That's the right. front row is for the chancellor. I don't know. I haven't checked out the seating grid. But I would say being in a different town, so to speak, uh, yeah. like it, if they have it at Northwestern, but it's at Ravinia, the fine festival in Highland Park. Uh, that's many miles away. You probably wouldn't. You could watch it on a screen. So, I, yeah, I, I would say in, in general, I wouldn't want you to be 7000 feet up. Right. Well, uh, let's think about this, though, Scotty, because, uh, it, yes, obviously, Northwestern will give you that that honorary degree. But, uh, you know, that's it. That's the obvious one. There are also many other universities who will want to glom on to, to you, have you be the spokes. Because one of the things, when you get the honorary degree, you don't just get it and leave. You have to give it an address. Right. And that's what th they get. That's the transactional nature. They give you a degree. You give them an entertaining, um, unforgettable address that the, the graduates and their parents and their loved ones will take with them for the rest of their lives. This is going to be, and so there's a certain amount of pressure on you to deliver, uh, uh, you know, to give the good address. Now, by the way, Tommy, I already, uh, I've got the ending already. I, even though you just, I just got the assignment now. 10 minutes, I think 10 is fine. It could be hot like today. Keep it funny, keep it light, keep it inspirational. I'm wearing the gown as, as yeah. you would. Tommy, when I'm finished, get a laugh, whatever it was, step out from around the podium, lift up my gown and I'm wearing a pair of Bermuda shorts. Oh, oh my God, that's it. That's it. And when everybody jumps to their feet, and yeah. so if I'm in the aisle and I've sort of, I like to stick my left leg out because of the bicycle injury. Yeah. Yeah. That will allow me to just jump to my feet with everybody else <laughs> in the applause. Uh, so I can't have to have the aisles. If you're going to lift up your gown and reveal that you're wearing shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's uh, a big moment. You want to be down on the floor for that. And yeah, I it'll be, be the right. The I'm floor, glad you and I out. want that aisle seat, Scotty. And, and it should be the right seat. aisle and not the left. The, the right, yes, yeah. the right aisle because it's my left leg. Right. You're absolutely right, Scotty. See, and, 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 and so if you can make sure that that happens, because if you're going to do the lift up your gown, revealing your short, that you still, you're, you don't walk the walk, you talk the talk. Yeah. You don't say just say the say, you do the do. You will be, uh, 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 and, and think of all the popping flashbulbs. Uh, oh, absolutely. And also, Tommy, this is just another, for those who call us procrastinators, here I've written the end of a speech <laughs> that may not be delivered for many years, and yet I've got the ending down. That's the opposite of procrastination. <laughs> that is the opposite. I haven't even gotten the award yet, but I'm, I'm just, you know, assuming it will happen, and assuming you want, I want you to get that great seat. And uh, yeah, so but yeah, I, I want to also not procrastinating. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people would wait, wouldn't even think about no. where they're until they actually are asked by the university to come and, and receive a, 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 a an honorary degree. Don't wait until that day. Right. Because, yeah, because if time, you wait, then uh, they may they'll, they'll say, oh, we'll give you a couple of comps, but not going to yeah. say, do you have any friends with any special leg stretching needs who may require an aisle seat? They might, but they might not. And those they might, might be, look, those are pretty coveted. And uh, the hoi polloi, you know, they might get them. So there's no time too early for that. And, and Tommy, I think that uh, one thing I do ask, and I, yeah. I, I, I feel sheep as ass because I know you're not going to, but just in this day and age of spoiler alerts, when you take your seat, your fine aisle seat on the right aisle, and there'll be some, you know, bubbly co-eds and others next to you, and you'll be an adult, you'll be in a non-student section. 
Yeah. Uh, don't say, oh, just don't, don't miss it at the end. He's going to lift the gown up in the oh, new shorts. Oh. That, don't, don't, yeah. That's oh, the only I'm glad thing. you told me that. Yeah. Because honestly, I was already planning to, to uh, just say, listen, this is my friend. You, you, you wait to the end. You're not going to believe what he does. I was going to just say something like that. Not necessarily say, you know, specifically, but maybe even I shouldn't even do that. You think maybe just, uh, you know, like, like, you know, he talks about shorts. Yeah. Uh, He's going to lift up his, I'm not going to tell you what, what he's wearing. You know, you're right, Scotty. I'm not even going to say any of that. I mean, you could possibly do this, what they do on, as you know, from YouTube and people post videos, watch till the end. So maybe this could be, watch to the end because they wait might think, for oh, it's another thing over on youtube wait for it wait That's, for it yeah yeah wait for it can i say that will i be able is it i okay? would say so because sometimes people tend to you know these days tommy especially then i finish the speech get the applause uh they think now they could look at their phone you know that second because it's over yeah. then they might miss i mean they'll hear the roar but they'll what 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 just happened so by you saying Wait to the end. That might be actually a public service. Wait for it. I want to use wait the term it. that the kids yeah. use. Wait yeah. for it. And and I, I definitely there we can assume that there will they will be filming you and it will go viral and and um, yeah. But a fine pair of long Bermuda so, shorts. So you want, that's what I was going to say. It's yeah, not go viral, some, so you do yeah. want. Uh, you know, yeah. you don't want just gym shorts. And, you don't. Oh, no, it's an elegant pair. And I think you need to go back to calling Bermuda shorts because it did uh, imply a certain elegance. It wasn't it just. Did. It did. Yeah. Uh, if I may, Scotty, yeah. in Bermuda, the Bermuda shorts oh. uh, look, you would actually wear a, a jacket and tie oh, and to, with Bermuda shorts. Still to this day, I went to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, been to Bermuda, I love to go back. And that is a look. That, and you still see it in the windows at Brooks Brothers or Paul Stewart or uh, even J. Crew. And others that I've never come up with a situation where I felt I could pull off. Uh, I do have a seersucker sports coat that I've not worn yet. That might go well with shorts, but uh, you'd have to pick and choose the place where you would uh, do that. But I think there's a uh, Bermuda shorts aren't going away. And I think we should start referring to them here in the States. Uh, Well, just one, one more uh, outgrowth of this, and this is almost beyond thrilling. Uh, the the idea of Bermuda shorts that you just put forward, obviously, that is going to be a a series of play three playlets put together <laughs> uh, about that take place in different aspects of Bermuda life. <laughs> that are uh, Bermuda shorts three three wow. uh, you know an anthology of short playlets uh, about Bermuda. Wow! And and and, and th- if that isn't a Tony Award winning. A uh, uh, masterpiece. Some, uh, two of them are hilarious romps. But one is a romantic and poignant story. A little about wistful, the, little wistful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, past love or something with that. But if the late Neil Simon were were not late, were alive today, he I sure I could see him dashing those off. Right, uh, because Bermuda was where is where a lot of Americans. I, I did for my, my honeymoon. My wife and I went for, and I lost my ring in the Bermuda Triangle. That would be one of the shorts. Uh, the honeymoon guy who loses his his ring, his wedding ring in the Bermuda Triangle. Wow, Tommy, I mean, it, it, it's a play that writes itself. I mean, I think we could get a grant from the Bermuda Department of Tourism and, oh, and I, you know, yeah. and, and the arts. Hope so. So that to cover everything, all the expenses. I, I, so we wouldn't need to have a hundred producers who, yeah. when we win the Tony, they all go up on stage. <laughs> I like to keep it to four or five at the most. Yeah, yeah. 
And and they can't all say stuff. Please, you don't have to go to the microphone and say something. Just hey, hey, to, get, my, to, to Allison and Jennifer, I'll be home soon. You know, that's something cares. that they could, yeah, right. they could find out via text message. Okay. You know, Daddy's coming home soon after the awards. Yeah, that's work. right. That's not that like the kids don't know. When is he coming back? Oh, good, he said it. Oh, God. The Otherwise, they'd be pissed. Like, you oh, never yeah. even said you were going to come home. You know, yeah. uh, well, Tommy, as we leave, uh, just another yeah. tip for the award show, too. But so many great ideas once again. But uh, on this sweltering hot day where I continue to wear shorts and I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. Well, and I'm wearing long pants and, uh, uh, and I'm always going to be Tom Saunders. We're getting through this. <laughs>